For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Wow. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Um, phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. I, 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 <laughs> very often I have something I want to talk about, and, and, and then I hear ABC News do something. And it kind of rolls into what I want to talk about anyway. Um, the lead story you just heard from ABC News was January 6th. They think Donald Trump should be indicted for something. Because January 6th could not have happened without him. Of course, that particular committee, that, that, which has been a, a television production, by the way, can't indict anybody. And, and, and that's why at the very end of that segment, uh, nobody's heard anything from the Department of Justice as to whether or not they're going to actually indict Donald Trump. So, I mean, they're just freaking, you, you, in two days, <laughs> in two days, hundreds of thousands of people are going to start pouring into this country illegally. In two days. Uh, in two days, we go to about 550,000 people a month. Coming into this country illegally, uh, uh, roughly a little over a million every couple of months. Uh, since Joe Biden has been in office, we've brought in, what did Trey say, five million altogether? And now we're going to be bringing in another million uh, every other uh, month. And this this country cannot sustain it. Plus, we've got fentanyl uh, uh, still uh, greasing people left and right in this country with overdoses. Whether you're talking about law enforcement or young people, people who just handle this stuff, it's it's killing people by the hundreds every single day in this country. People are being sold into sex trafficking. They're being sold into slavery. Some people, as we know, once they get here, are just dropped in a damn hole somewhere. Uh, and, and the lead story is, is January 6th and, and Donald Trump. And it's not just ABC. <laughs> okay. It's, it's all of them. All the usual suspects. Okay. Does January. And, and the thing is, okay, the morons of which there are quite a few in this country, the morons who get their news predominantly from ABC or NBC or CNN or MSNBC, or maybe they don't they don't even work that hard. Maybe they get it from The Daily Show. Maybe they get their news from, from a freaking meme. Okay, they, they either don't believe this crisis on the border is actually happening, and I know because I've talked to them, or they think it's a lie. It's just a big Republican tactic to toss some shade on Joe Biden. They have no clue. And and the morons heard that story from ABC News. Went, yes! Yes! Donald Trump in jail! I want to see Donald Trump in jail! And two things. First off, to a person, they have no idea why he should be in jail. I have no idea why he should be in jail. He hasn't done anything illegal, especially in regards to January 6th. Uh, And, uh, you know, I I think this little border issue we have going on is probably a, a bigger concern to the American people. But you know what? The very same morons don't care. The very same morons, you know what, they believe whatever is scooped into their freaking noggins by ABC, CNN, MSNBC, uh, the press secretary, John Kirby, the president. You know, as long as the right people are saying, I say this all the time, you're probably getting sick sick of hearing me say it. As long as the right people are saying it, it must be true. 
and our country is being destroyed. <laughs> I'm not laughing because I think it's funny. All right, I'm laughing in sort of a tragic way. Our, our country is being destroyed. There is no southern border. You, If you're watching Fox this morning, you're seeing infrared video taken at night, uh, and they're showing the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who don't even have a, at these processing centers uh, who are just standing there, pressed up against the wall, waiting to come in. Um, we are becoming a third world asshole. Uh, you look at the story, uh, we got the latest filed up from Twitter and we're learning even more, uh, about how involved in social media the FBI is and the DOJ are and to what extent they're dictating, not just to Twitter, but to all of them across the board, what can stay and what has to go? We're finding out now there's like 80 freaking FBI agents that that's all they do is comb the internet, comb social media for people who are, as they would say back in the Rus- the Soviet era, uh, unpleasant. Or the Nazi regime. Uh, these people are unpleasant. And they must be dealt with. And And, and you look at this Twitter thing. And they're 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 canceling people, and and shutting people down who don't even have big followers, who you know, like a big follower list, like like the Baldwin brother. That I can whose name I can never think of is it Billy, the the conservative Baldwin. I don't even know enough about him. They went after this guy, and he's barely got any followers. But. As far as ABC is concerned, the worst thing that has ever happened in this country is January 6th, and it wouldn't have happened. They, they've they determined it wouldn't have happened without Donald Trump. Well, one could argue, had he never been the president, that would have never happened. Yes, I guess you could make that claim. <laughs> it's a non-story. There, there's nothing there. There's no indictments coming from anywhere. There's not. It's... It, it was a, it was a committee put together specifically to be aired on TV, and uh, to specifically, even more specifically, uh, attempt to have some kind of impact on the midterms. Which maybe it did with the morons. I don't know. But you know, if if you're going into this week, and the biggest, the, the top of mind story for you isn't the border. All right, then you're probably a Democrat, and uh, you're probably buying into January 6th probably is a big deal to you, and you don't even know why. Why should Donald Trump uh, go to jail? Anybody know? Why Why should we put a former president behind bars? I mean, you have a current president that increasingly we have actual tangible evidence that shows he is corrupt as all hell and has made money off his office for himself and for his family and his international dealings for decades. Very same morons we've been talking about for 10 minutes now don't care. But Donald Trump should be in jail. And this border thing, it's, it's, you know... The, the, the change has taken place. The sea change has happened also. It, it's, the talking points now is it, it's, it's Donald. Whatever is, going, whatever is going on at the border, I mean, we've got it secure. Joe, Joe's on top of it. But it's Trump's fault anyway. And it's Ron DeSantis's fault. And it's Greg Abbott's fault. They created this crisis by sending people to Martha's Vineyard. That's the story, that it's it's their fault. They, If there is a crisis, which they're claiming doesn't actually exist because they're on top of it and they have control of it, but if there were a crisis, it would be Donald Trump's fault and Greg Abbott's fault. Whatever crisis we're willing to admit actually freaking exists, at this point, from the moron corner, is Donald Trump's fault and Ron DeSantis's and Greg Abbott's fault. If you believe any of that crap, I could sell you the World Trade Center for $5.
You know, I mean, it, 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 what is happening to this country is, I, I'm 55, I never thought I'd see this, these kinds of days in America. I never thought I'd see, I mean, I, I, I knew there were people that wanted such an America. They've been around my whole stinking life. Uh, but I never thought I'd actually see it take place, which is what's going on right now. Whether you're talking about the FBI, now obviously weaponized against Americans. Whether you're talking about a federal government, uh, largely uh, made up of elected people, although the people actually doing the work, are we don't even know who they are. Uh, basically using social media to cancel people and to silence people and to keep certain opinions and certain news stories out of sight for favor of one political party over the other. And you look at the border, which I believe is also intentional. I mean, this is about votes. This is about creating future voting blocks. Come here. Get all this free crap. Vote for us. It's really that cheap, but it's really that destructive. They really want to destroy the damn country. And make it into something other. And they are about it. And I'm sorry, I just had to swallow a little barf in my mouth when I'm listening to ABC News and their lead is January 6th. And how now we'll see if the Department of Justice is going to indict Donald Trump. Are you people for real? Do you hear yourselves? (laughs) We have entire towns just a couple of hours from here, that have been completely destroyed by this. We, currently, this city, is being destroyed by this, in my opinion. Look around you. Aren't you seeing people where you never saw them before? I don't care if you're down by the processing center or not. I haven't been down there, but I hear it's a nightmare. I just know that I'm seeing people where I never saw people before, and I'm seeing increasing numbers of these little tent camps You'll see them in the, in, the, in the woods when I drive home along 410, on 410. You'll see, if you look over, uh, when you get off the off-ramp there at one point, three or four tents just out there in the middle, uh, you know, off the highway. This country cannot sustain this. It will not be able to sustain this. Unfortunately, I think that's the plan. <laughs> what do you think? 210-599-5555. Here's Christy. Christy, how are you? Good. How are you, Sean? Pretty good. What are you thinking? Okay. This all started with Obama, the New York Declaration for Refugees and Migrants. And then he got Mexico involved with Enrique Pineta. Mm. Okay. The next, we have um, Trump come in and he says, we're getting out of this in December of 2017. So then after that, you have AMLO, who signed on, the president of Mexico. And now you have Biden, who last December signed us back into it. Yeah. They, they uh, want this to happen. It's called the global, global Compact of Immigration. And if you look at it, everything that Henry Cuellar is saying, you know, safe, orderly, and regular migration it's not what's happening. <laughs> no, it's not. It's horrible. I've been watching this independent guys for two years at the border. I mm. mean, here, Arizona and New Mexico, and it's horrible. Yeah. And, and what and, these and... people go through when they go through uh, Panama, oh, God. the Darien Gap, you can't even imagine. Well, and and that's the other thing that drives me crazy is uh, all this sanctimonious rhetoric about where this is what our values are and we have to take these people. The the people who are saying that don't give a crap about the people who are coming across the border. Because you know what? Yeah, for a lot of them, especially women and kids, yeah, it's not all that pleasant. (laughs) And a lot of them, they get here, and from what we're hearing, they they, uh, have to go into slavery to the cartels for a number of years once they get there. There's sex trafficking. There's a fentanyl, and and none of these people on the left care. No, they, they, they don't, don't it, care. They should take a trip to the Darien Gap, and they would 
If they make it out of there, good luck. Right. I got to go, Christy. Thank you so much for the call. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I ran my mouth there for a little for a while there. So we just got a few minutes here because I was running my mouth. But let me ask you this, uh, 210-599-5555. And then when we get back from the from the break, I'll tell you my, my final thoughts and my uh analysis of the of the of the World Cup. You know, we'll talk about my my final thoughts on the World Cup and, and how that played out yesterday. It's coming up. Sure you'll enjoy it. Um but let me ask you this, and I, I'm being serious because I, I when we're talking about the border and we're talking about also this Twitter stuff, we'll get a little deeper into that coming up. And you and I probably agree on most stuff as far as what we think and what we see uh, as far as what's going on with this country. I, I say this all the time. By virtue of the fact that you listen to talk radio, you are probably better educated or more informed about what's going on in the world than a lot of people are. By virtue of the fact that you're listening to me shows that you have an interest in what's going on in the world and you're you're curious about what's going on in the world. You do your own research. You know, and, and, and that's just something we know about talk radio audiences. Um, but when it comes to people who are not curious about what's going on in the world, who don't follow the news, like maybe you and I follow the news, who who get their news uh, in, in memes and sound bites, who get their news, maybe if they bother to watch the network stuff, you know, they, they, I, and I'm serious, I, I know a lot of people, and I know people with college degrees that have the faintest idea what's going on in the world right now, who are my age. You and I see what's going on, and you and I, I, I guarantee you, are fairly upset about it. Do you think a lot of people are? you think there's a lot of people out there that uh, uh, are just not paying attention or f- just don't care or they're, they believe what the administration tells them or, you know, like I said uh, a few minutes ago, if the right person says it, it's got to be true. Uh, to what extent I wonder is the now, obviously the border also has a physical proximity to you and I, and it affects our lives in a much different way than if you're in you know some state back in the Northeast or what have you, at least for the moment. But how many people do you estimate? I mean, you don't have to give me a number, but do you estimate there's a fair amount of people who just don't know and don't care? Because you know what, I'm starting to think there is. I'm starting to think a whole lot of people in this country are more concerned about their latest selfie <laughs> uh, than they are about w- w- what is being done to this country right now, if they're even aware of it. And that makes that depresses me if I think about it too much. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hey. Anywhere, Anywhere, anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Yeah, man, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Hard to believe it's Christmas already, man. Crept up on me this year. Uh, the phone lines are open two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I am I you know, I, I I the World Cup ended yesterday, right? James, you did quite well, right? You, you won some money, right? Did did you not? Yes, you won a, some money. A glorious day. Argentina beat beat, beat beat France, and Don Morgan. I don't know if you paid it. Oh, is he even in there? I don't know if he paid attention to the World Cup. I'm so sorry. I'm glad it's over. I'm just glad it's over. It's 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 over. It's not for everybody, but it, it's for most people because it's the most watched sport on planet Earth. <laughs> over a billion people watch. Over that a match. billion people watch that match. <laughs> There's a lot of screaming and yelling in my house. Oh, 
I need to apologize to some coworkers. Why? Uh, Why? I, was, I was screaming my head off. Oh, here. you were here. <laughs> yes. That's right. <laughs> I'm just glad I get my living room back. <laughs> it's been weeks and weeks and weeks of soccer. Nothing but soccer. I'm sorry. Um, also, uh, we were talking about morons earlier. And uh, do people really pay attention? Are people really giving a crap about the border? Are people really giving a crap about what's going on with Twitter and, and social media? And you'd like to think, well, no, there's more smart people than morons. Nope, nope, nope. Dude, the first three episodes of H- Harry and Megan brought Netflix a viewership record of 81.55 million hours watched by people. I haven't watched one minute. I I have no desire, but apparently it's done very well. Oh, okay. Lots and lots and lots of people are watching the Meghan and Harry documentary. And I guarantee you, they have no idea what's going on along the border. <laughs> they, have, they have no idea the FBI is sifting through your posts on, on social media. They have no idea that we're probably in a diesel shortage right now. Because they're sitting watching Harry and Meghan. I'm just saying. I thought, see, I, I had hope. I, I was kind of using the Harry and, because I don't care about Harry and Meghan. Apparently they want a, an apology from the royal family. Well, I'm going to lose sleep over that one. I was using the Meghan and Harry, or Harry and Meghan documentary as kind of a metric. Do you know what I mean? Like, if the viewership really sucked on that, in a sense, I would have hope. <laughs> Am I making any sense? If, if if the Harry and Meghan documentary doesn't do very well, all right, and people really aren't interested, I have hope for our country. Unfortunately, the opposite happened. Buttloads of people watched Harry and Meghan, and now my <laughs> hopes and dreams are dashed upon the rocks. Well, no, I just... I. I I think a lot of people just aren't paying attention. You know what I got from the midterms? A lot of people aren't paying attention. It's kind of my takeaway. Um, I, I think we, we are in a... Per- and I, I, I hate to keep coming off as a bummer here, but I, I think we have reached this place where we're in the a, a perfect storm, if you will, of a government that really does want to manipulate every aspect of your life that really wants to own industry in every private corner of the private sector in this country, that really wants to take your gun away from you, that really wants to dictate to you which opinions can be heard and which opinions can't be heard. You you actually have that going on, and unfortunately it's coupled with a very narcissistic culture, which is born out of social media to a certain extent. So if if ever there was a generation that could be uh, taken over, if you will, or if ever there was a generation where you could right under their feet, you know, take away all their freedoms and and they probably wouldn't even notice, and and moreover, they might even appear to be happy about it at first, it's this generation. Because we're, we're all paying too much attention to ourselves and we're not really paying attention to what's going on. Again, I'm, I'm being rhetorical because you and I are following what's going on, and you and I are very disturbed as to what's going on. All I'm, all Uncle Sean is saying, and there's a, there's a hell of a lot of people watching Harry and Meghan. <laughs> there is a buttload of people out there who are watching Harry and Meghan. They're making TikTok videos. <laughs> They're doing lunch hacks. You know, I mean, they're, they're posting, you know, they're, they're just not. I, 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 I hate to sound so negative, but I think a lot of people really aren't paying attention. And and that's why the major networks are, are fine leading with the January 6th. Today is the last public hearing on this crock of bullcrap called the January 6th Investigation Committee, whatever the hell it is. And uh, there there are a, a, probably a fair amount of morons 
who hate Donald Trump and they don't even know why, who just think this is great. And they're they're watching this January 6th stuff with the same amount of attention they're paying to Harry and Meghan. But they're not paying attention to what's going on on the border. But they're not paying attention with, about, you know, fentanyl. But they're not paying attention to the empty shelves uh, in the supermarkets that we're all starting to notice. You know, and, and I think that's where we're in a very dicey place uh, as far as future American history. Uh, and I, I hate, again, not to be heavy, but I hope we survive all this. I mean, Wednesday is a game changer. And most people are watching Harry and Meghan and, I guess, following the January 6th coverage. <laughs> or maybe not even that. I don't know. Am I right or wrong? 210, or am I just, you know, being a crotchety old man? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Happy Monday. Monday before Christmas. I'm going to talk about social media here in a second, but first, here's Jason. Jason, how you doing? Hey, doing great, Rima. Hey, you're spot on. Uh, everybody's worried more about uh, Harry and Megan, but you know what? We're focused on January 6th. Nobody's mentioned in the Supreme Court leak. We had a rat in the Supreme I know. Court. Nobody even it, it just went away, anymore. dude. Just went away. Nobody cares. Yeah. Just went it, away. And we got to distract because Elon Musk is shining a lot of light on everything, so we've got to focus on January 6th again. Right, and that's exactly what they're doing. That, that gets the FBI out. Hey, I'm going to tell you, the FBI was all over January 6th. They were embedded. They were involved in it. I they believe they were as well. I believe they were as well. Nothing nothing shocks me at this point. That's, you know, maybe that's the shocking point. Is that nothing shocks and me. We're, and we're worried about two uh, turncoats from England that are over here that ba- got rid of their own uh, country and their uh, relatives. Right. And they talk funny, too. Well, at least he does. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Take thanks. care, Ryan. Uh, thanks happy for the thanks for the, happy holidays, man. Thanks for I'm sorry I hung up on you. Um, well, and we're gonna get into I I just I really do I think most people just don't care and aren't really paying attention. I hate to be so negative. Um, and we'll talk about social media when we get back at 10:05. And I'm kind of curious as to you know you're paying attention, you're watching this stuff with Elon. You're 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 hearing what I'm hearing and reading what I'm he- reading on these on these Twitter threads, and I want this to percolate in your minds uh, while we t- take a break for the news. Are you are you planning on changing your social media uh, activity? Because what we're what we heard this weekend is that the FBI wasn't just in contact with Twitter; it was across the board. It was Facebook. It was all of them. Uh, and I'm kind of curious as to how that makes you feel about social media in general. Uh, in general, here's Bob. Bob, how you doing? Oh, pretty good. Hey, I wanted to uh, call you. Uh, I heard you talking about the immigration problem, and what concerns me is it reminds me of history back uh, uh, before the Civil War. That after the Civil War, when you had immig- Irish immigrants, then you had immigrants that came from uh, Central, Central and Eastern Europe. And they came and they competed with jobs for the people that were already living in the States. And I noticed these people come over and they expect to be educated, to be fed, uh, housed, and, and provided with a job. And I was talking to a friend of mine in Mexico, and I said, well, what's going to happen to the people that have jobs here? Are they you know, they going to lose their job? Or are you going to have someone compete uh, under the table for less money so right. they can take somebody else's job? And uh, I, I lived extensively and traveled throughout Central South America during my, my teaching career. And uh, I, I always thought that a lot of these people were uh, coached in what to say when they got to the, the United States. So, for example, all these people were, were automatically are from, Ven- from Venezuela with no papers. They're automatically so that, from Venezuela with no papers, right? Jeez. <laughs> oh, and and what, what, what? Uh, scares me is that... Uh, 
you know, what's going to happen to the jobs for our children? Well, I mean, the, the economy in general. I mean, you and I end up having to pay for all these people, right? I mean, the government doesn't produce anything on its own. I mean, they got to use our money to, to, to provide all this crap for these people that are coming over now. So it's it's going to, I mean, I'm not an economic expert, but it's going to be it, jobs. Yeah, it's going to have an impact on the job market big time. But it's going to have an and impact then, on the cost of living, on, on just about everything else. Then you're going to wake up one day and you're going to see uh, over a thousand uh, immigrants down uh, on Alamo, Alamo Street or Broadway downtown mm. just, just moving around. Right. I got to run, Bob. Well, it, it, <laughs> we're not too far off from that. Thanks for the call. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get into the, the Twitter thing and the social media thing uh, a little bit deeper when we get back at 10.05 uh, and get your thoughts on, on what we're hearing from this uh, Tiabi and uh, this uh, this journalist that uh, Elon Musk is, is uh, feeding all this stuff to. Uh, we're, we're now hearing that the FBI has 80 agents devoted just to looking at stuff online. We'll talk about it. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 uh, KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Welcome back. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. So a couple of things going on today, as you've been hearing. You have the, January, the last January 6th. Hearing is today. Oh, boy, because we're all sitting on the edge of our seats on that one, aren't we? Uh, meanwhile, uh, Elon Musk, I think, is going to dump some more threads tonight or today, <clears throat> which, uh, according to him, will be the coup de gras of all these uh, these threads. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, we, we have, uh, uh, just, you know, chaos at the freaking border, man. Just absolute freaking chaos. But we did find out some more stuff from, from Elon and, uh, through this journalist, he's been dropping these, uh, interior communications, uh, from Twitter with, we found out some stuff. I just want to gauge how this is uh, affecting you. 210 Uh, what we're learning now is that uh, the extent to which the FBI and even the D- DOJ were going after people online is even more than what we think or thought before. They actually have a, a whole bunch of FBI agents, or had, well, I'm sure they still do, so, whose sole responsibility it was uh, to go through social media, not just Facebook. But to go through social media looking for conservative opinions, looking for people who had conservative followings, and shutting them down. And and again, we're talking a uh, the number we keep hearing is like eighty agents uh, were devoted solely to that, to going online through social media and finding people who have, I guess, not cool opinions. And shutting them down. And, you know, going into this weekend, uh, I, I've, I've been kind of digging what, what Elon's been doing with Twitter. And I, I, I have a Twitter account, but I've never used it. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I thought maybe last week I thought, well, maybe I'll go back on Twitter. Maybe he's uh, maybe Twitter is going to be uh, the place to go once he gets things cleaned up. And, you know, maybe I should trans- transition to Twitter. Or at least start using it, and I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm kind of at this place right now where I haven't been doing nearly as much social media as I'm used to, uh, especially on the weekends. I'm not spending a lot of time on social media, and um, yeah, and and, and if you're trying to call, we'll take some calls here two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Um, you know, I don't really miss it like I did. Or, you know, I, 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 I will follow. I'll look at it every now and again. I'll sit and on the weekends. I'll sit and look at it. But I'm not posting as much. I'm not posting as much personal stuff. I'm 
You know, if I see a stupid meme or whatever, or a stupid picture, I'll post that. But I'm, especially with all this stuff that we're hearing, I, I don't know, man. I've, I'm feeling kind of done with it all. <laughs> like, I, I really want to get back to living my actual freaking life. There's Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, sir. I I am back on Twitter, and I want to tell you that it is it is a disturbing, troubling echo chamber of Democrats. <laughs> there are there are rumors. Uh, I've seen quite a few posts that indicate very strongly that the Democrat Party has uh, uh, multiple paid operatives. These are these are paid for by the DNC, I, I guess, to post uh, lies. I mean, I would just call them out-and-out out lies. Right. Uh, to post things to deliberately poke the bear, if you will. So I want to I let everybody know that. Uh, uh, there's there's very, very good evidence of it. I, I can tell you that. Poke the but bear, you mean to, to, to intentionally upset people uh, to possibly incite something. Well, there's no doubt they're poking, but right. it's also just out and out lies. Right, right. And these people, these mm-hmm. these people that live in this echo chamber, they just swallow every single drop and slurp it up. I mean, it is it is a disturbing echo chamber. What has been going on in Twitter? And I'm sure it's still going on on Facebook and other places like that where they only allow one side to be sure. heard. They, they're, they're, they're screaming with their hair on fire and heading for the hills now that there are other opinions. I mean, the, talk about the panic. It's, it's, it's funny. It's hilarious. But I also wanted to very quickly, you and Trey and Jack, all of y'all have said a few times, you know, we're not talking about the everyday FBI guys. They're they're good guys, and we're we're not talking about that. We're talking about the high. Hey, you got eighty agents out right, there, right? All doing this, and none of the none of the agents in the cubicle next door. None of the agents, the other agents. There's not one whistleblower amongst them. I'm sorry, I am disgusted. I call them the Federal Bureau of Injustice. It is disgusting. I'm starting to agree with you. I'm starting to agree with you just because of the scope that's being described to us as far as, you know, how many people really sort of have to be involved in this. And, uh, yeah, it's it, it, it seems like it's you, you, you're, you can't really absolve just ordinary, if you will, field agents because it was ordinary field agents who shook down Mike Lindell at Hardee's. You have to, you have to think that if there's 80 of them, Right, and they shared that information with just one other agent. Now we're talking about what 120, 140, right? right. And and if those people, you know it, and so on and so on and so forth, and nobody for the last two and probably even longer than that, nobody uh, thought to whistleblow that this was going on. Nobody's I'm, got an I'm, issue I'm, with this. I'm, like nobody wants to come out and say, "Hey, you know, this is this is going on. You need to know about it." That's a good point. I'm disgusted with the FBI. I'm disgusted with the Justice Department. They are anti-Justice Department and the Federal Bureau of Injustice. They should all be ashamed of themselves. None of them should be proud to say, well, I'm an FBI agent. That means squat anymore. Well, and I appreciate the call, Steve. Yeah, it's... Well, if people have ill will towards the FBI, you really can't can't really uh, (laughs) blame them, can you? Uh, The more we hear... Uh, we're talking about elections being messed with. We're talking about freedom of speech, certain opinions being silenced. Uh, we're, we're hearing about this, and and it, it it's it's beyond being able now at this point to say. And this was Steve's point, I think, that well, it's just a handful of bad apples near the top. Because, again, if, if you've got 80 to 150 operatives or a- agents who are actively working on this stuff, they have to know what they're doing. Uh, where are we? Uh, here's Al. Al, how you doing? Doing good. 
hey, with all these this government interference with Twitter and other social media platforms to influence an election, wouldn't that be considered a violation of the Hatch Act? Uh, you mean if uh, members of the government were actively in, uh, in, in interfering or trying to interfere with an election? I would think so. That, that's, that's what I'm wondering. I don't hear that <laughs> being brought up in the news media or with members of Congress. Right. That seems like a violation of the Hatch Act to me. Uh, you, you, I would, I'd have to look into that because I haven't really looked at it from that perspective, but you would think because these are government employees, federal government employees, yeah. uh, we'll have to look into that. Let me take one more call here. Jim, Jim, how you doing? Oh, not too bad. Getting ran out out here playing in the mud, but <laughs> as far as absolving these people, let me put this perspective on it. Did they absolve the corporal and the sergeant at Buchenwald and Auschwitz because they was just following orders? No, they was part of the problem. These right. people all need to go. I mean, every damn last one of them. I, I, we really need a, I don't know how we're going to get it, but we really need a house cleaning at the DOJ and the FBI. Par- probably Not the IRS the as well. <laughs> exactly. Right, right. All right, man, I appreciate the call because I, I, I don't know how you... You get the bad apples out because apparently there's more than we thought, and that's what we're hearing from these Twitter feeds from from Elon. But again, it requires that people are upset. It requires that people are outraged by this. And again, you have to wonder to what extent people are in the in the general population beyond folks like you and me who listen to talk radio and follow the news. Just as a matter of course, even if I didn't do this for a living, I'd still follow the news and want to know what's going on in the world. Uh, I, I see a lot of stuff on social media with uh, people posting stuff like, yeah, I want to see Donald Trump in jail. And again, I guarantee you, if you asked any single one of those people, well, why should he be in jail? They wouldn't have an answer. But he should be. And uh, and and yet they're, 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 the country is is entering into a situation where the the, the, the migrant thing just isn't going to be sustainable. Uh, two ones, and you know, and again, the obsession is with, is with January sixth because it makes Donald Trump look bad, and making Donald Trump look bad is is uh, a lifelong obsession for a whole lot of people. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's take a break. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. It is Christmas week, so I'll take I'll talk to you about some Christmas stuff here in a second. But first, here's Adam. Adam, how you doing? I am great, Sean. Thank you very much. You know, I know... That we all need to live our lives, Sean. But I'm very frustrated, and it's very discouraging, you know, what's going on at the border. And and uh, Jean Pierre Van Damme, uh, <laughs> a lady, a White House lady, you know, she's blaming uh, the previous administration, and they had set everything up. You know, and they literally, uh, one of the first things they did was tear everything down. And, you know, and the people are coming here because they know, that uh, our borders are open. It's just going to well, get Well, they know they're going to get a lot of free crap, too. I mean, you know, it's a... We... Yeah, yeah. For free ride. Even if they get to go anywhere in the country they want to go, uh, free ride. But I also want to say uh, Elon Musk, uh, should get, to me, should get the Man of the Year Award. Uh, what he's done uh, to the expose, you know, the leftist media, the FBI, the right. DOJ. Uh, the, he's done what journalists haven't done for the last uh, 30, 40 years, you know. And uh, he's... Uh, there's a, the scary Republicans, they're, they're, they're so useless. Uh, established Republicans are so useless. They should, they could get a lot of a good advice from a Musk on how to be a man and how to stand up to these leftist backstabbers. <laughs> Very good, man. I appreciate the call. Thank you. 210-599-5555. I got to, I guess today, because it's going to be getting cold. We're, we're going to be talking about this uh, as we as we go along. Uh, the week it's it's going to get really. This is my uh, meteorological uh, analysis. It's going to get really freaking cold uh, by the end of the week. And one thing I never wanted to be was one of those guys who grew up or has lived in cold places. You know, like Don Don Morgan's lived in cold places. 
And then you look, you go to live in a place like San Antonio, Texas, and I can't stand people that walk around going, oh, you think this is cold, huh? Eight foot of snow on top of your head is freaking cold. You know, I never wanted to be that guy. I'm just happy to be here, and I'm happy that, you know, I'm, I'm far from, you know, actual, like, really cold weather. But the thing is, like, it, it it's... No matter where you're from, it's it's actually really going to be cold on Friday. Like it doesn't matter where you grew up. Doesn't matter if you grew up in Iceland. Okay, it's it's going to be freaking cold on on Friday, and it's going to be freaking cold uh, for for Christmas. And I don't like the cold, so I I got a couple more things I got to do. I just got to buy the little crap. I've got all the big crap taken care of. It's the little crap I got to buy. So I gotta go, uh, Don Morgan. You guys are, are you guys, Jer- Jim, James? Are you yeah. done, are you done with everything? Have you got everything? Uh, yeah, I only have to buy for two people. My mom and well, dad. Well, that's true. There you it. go. Don Morgan, are you? Oh, he's talking. He's doing that news thing. So snooty. He's so snooty. He's always working when I'm trying to talk to him on the radio. Uh, but yeah, I just got a few more things to get. I think I'll do that today. Normally, I don't do anything on Mondays. But I think today I'll go run out and just do uh, get get the small stuff that I need to get. This is thrilling radio, isn't it? Me talking about going shopping today. I got to get some scratch tickets. My folks and I do do that every year, tradition. Oh, do you? Yeah, we do some lottery scratch tickets and champagne. There was a woman that won like 175k <laughs> nice. off a scratch ticket. Just uh, I saw in the news. Wow. Here's Gennaro. Uncle Sean. Gennaro. How are you doing, brother? Not too bad for a Monday. How you doing? Yeah, fighting off a cold, man. But uh, other than that, man, doing great, man. Uh, I'm in the flower business, so we're we're kind of busy. Uh, <laughs> I bet uh, you are. <laughs> no, no, we are. Well, you know, well, well, well with uh, Christmas centerpieces and stuff. Right, and, right. You know, and, but uh, anyway, man, um, I'm calling you to express my thoughts on the border situation, man. Right. You know what, dude? This sucks, man. And and I see it. I see it because I I frequent downtown a right, lot. Right. Right. I, and and I see all of these people, man. And uh, a lot of these people are dudes, man. And they're right. they're all tatted up and everything. Uh, my question is, okay, okay, they're 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 young, healthy. Dudes, and it's like, hey, man, uh, my question is, where is the mayor, Uncle Sean? Where is the mayor in this? Of San Antonio? Uh, Yeah. Oh, he wants us to happen. No, he's part of it all. Dude. They're they're part of it all. Dude, he's got a cushy cushy job after his term. He's going to work for CPS, man. He's going to be an executive. <laughs> I probably. God damn. Dude, you know what? All your listeners, all your listeners, right. please, man, you know what? Call his office and, and excuse Lame. my language, bitch, right. bitch at him, man. Well, I appreciate the call, Gennaro. I, I, I got to run. You know, I, I unfortunately, with a guy like that, I don't think he'd care. I think I, I think I could, I think that phone could ring all damn day long, and he could have somebody answer it for him, and it wouldn't matter because folks from that side of things, from the progressive left in this country, they think people like you and me are just way too stupid to make decisions for about anything. And plus, uh, they 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 want these people here in San Antonio. They they want this to happen. Just like all good Democrats want it to happen, because the idea is that these people will then vote Democrat for the rest of their lives. Yeah, and it doesn't really matter what the fallout is on the city itself, and we're already seeing it. It just doesn't matter. Uh, you know, the the overall political goal is 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 what matters, and 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 that trumps out. Sorry about the language there. <laughs> That supersedes everything else. And you know what? It's, it is going to be really freaking cold on Friday. And a lot of these people, these uh, people are going to be sleeping on the streets. You think Nuremberg's going to take them in? Hey, you want to use my guest room? Probably not.
Uh, 210-599-5555. Take one more or take a break? I'll take one more. One quick one. Here's Daniel. Daniel, how you doing? Hey, what's up, Sean? Hey. You know, I was just calling because uh, I was on a mission. I'm not going to say with uh, who or what, but I was at the border one time, and uh, it was pretty, it was pretty uh, recently, but when I was there watching the uh, immigrants in the cages, uh, there was a dude about my age, around like 21, and uh, man, he was tweaking like he had track marks all on his arms, Ugh. and uh, he came over here and he was seeking asylum or whatever, but um, yeah, he was inside like his own cell because all the other immigrants didn't want him inside of wow. the big cell with all the dudes, so we put him to the side, and he's just screaming and like freaking out, and then uh customs border patrol is trying to like tell him to just keep it down or whatever and this dude's screaming tweaking mm. he just wants like i guess i don't know what he was putting in his arms or what but yeah uh it was pretty crazy just watching him freak out and then there's probably and i gotta go i'm just up against the clock there's probably a whole lot more than than we realized uh that are coming over in that state 210-599-5555 it's sean on news talk 550 ktsa Anywhere, Anywhere, anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Rima Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. News Talk 550 KTSA. Is this George Michael? Who is this? It's Wham. Wham. When's that essential Wham box set coming out? You know, I've been looking for, I'm waiting for that for years. 210-599-5550. Actually, I'm a big George Michael fan. I think actually he's, he's a very talented, very talented dude. We've talked about a couple of his We have. Before. Listen Without Prejudice. That's a great record. Really the one is. that came out in the early 90s? 1990 is when it came That's out. That's when I started radio because I played... Uh, Praying for Time. Praying for Time was a huge, huge hit. He did a very cool thing. The first breakout song, Wham! had the big hit, Wake Me Up Before You Go. Right. He put the, his partner as a writing uh, credit. And he oh, did, he did. So he would get royalties for life. Oh, good. And, but he didn't write anything. Oh, I didn't know that. The other guy. Yeah, Andy. Whose name, Andy, whose name we could ever remember. remember. Um, that, that's cool. Good on him. Yeah, nice dude. Nice dude. Yeah. Unless you meet him in the bathroom. <laughs> See how you are. Unless you're a police officer. <laughs> meeting him in the bathroom. That's terrible. I can't believe you guys wrote that out. That's in my head. I was going to talk about something else. Now. I'm not bloody George Bloody Michael. I'm just an ordinary man. You don't have to bloody arrest me. Do you have any TP? <laughs> I don't have a square to spare. <laughs> Sorry. I was looking at, speaking of people with funny accents, I was looking at the, this museum in, in London. It's called the Museum of the Home. It used to be called the Museum of the Jeffrey Museum, uh, named after Robert Jeffrey, until some hippie figured out that Robert Jeffrey owned slaves, and so they changed the name. It was known as the Jeffrey Museum for 100 years. Now it's the Museum of the Home. So I guess that means about London. And for years they've had this very uh, popular Christmas uh, display, the Christmas exhibit. And because that's bloody awful and it's bloody insulting to people who don't celebrate bloody Christmas, they're changing it to the Winter Festival. To be more more bloody inclusive of other people and, uh, who who celebrate other ho- you know holidays so now they'll they'll be celebrating Diwali Hanukkah Christmas Luna the Luna New Year because that's a big one and James and Don Morgan uh they they have a rooms through time collection which they are going to change as well it is now going to be a celebration of the winter solstice through a black queer lens. A what? A black queer lens. What does that even mean? I don't get it either. To include, like, queer people and black people and possibly black people who are queer. 
Okay. That's the word they use now. It's right. they, they, it's a story. They want to they want to celebrate history through a black queer lens. I think I'm going to start seeing everything through a black queer lens. I'm just going to start seeing life in general through a black queer lens. Don, you looking fine today, Don. <laughs> no. You looking fine. Oh, you are fine looking white man. Good Lord. Could you imagine being so stinking woke that you actually, those words actually form in your head? I wonder what this exhibit would look like through a black queer lens. <laughs> well, it would be a limited audience. <laughs> right. Oh, come on. Damn, this is some cool stuff, man. Well, I mean, everybody's got to be woke. Everybody wants to prove how, you know, non-phobic they are. But can you imagine a bunch of pasty-faced English guys with bad dental care, you know, sitting around? I don't think we look through enough black queer lenses. I'm I'm trying to figure out how we could black up and queer up this uh, exhibit of all. Mr. Trevino, we need to look through this through a black queer lens. Oh, my straight Mexican eyes have been lying to me. I can't. We can't use your straight Mexican <laughs> eyes. We need black queer ones. <laughs> oh man! I've missed so much in the world because I wasn't black and queer. Because I wasn't looking through my black queer lens. I'm just a, how much of life have I missed? I'm an idiot. How much life have we missed? Not looking through life through a black queer lens. Once again, the poor Asians are just left out of everything. Nobody they worries. Nobody, Nobody cares. worries Nobody about... cares about an Asian American lens. Nope, nope. Nobody cares about an Asian American queer lens. <laughs> oh, looking good round eye. No, nobody cares. But we need a black queer lens. You know, I just did a search on Amazon for one of those. Uh oh, not a, doesn't exist. A black queer lens? No, I couldn't find one. Couldn't find a black queer. Well, they they're gonna re, they're gonna re, re, you know re, redo this entire museum. Yeah, I mean, plenty of you know I didn't find that, but there are plenty of black lenses for like Olympus <laughs> Olympus cameras and things like that. But the specific item you mentioned is not available. Wonder if Ron's ever said to the councilman Jalen, "Hey, can you help me look through a black queer lens? I want to see San Antonio through a black queer lens." Really, Ron, you want to see? You want to see San Antonio through a black queer lens? Yeah, kind of talk Why are you looking at me? Why are you looking at me, Ron? <laughs> Come up with your own damn black queer lens. I really want to see this GD city through my own black queer lens. And I want, <laughs> and through my black queer lens, of which I shall view my city, my GD city, I want people people to be able to buy GD waffle fries on Sunday. Especially black and queer people, because we don't want them feeling threatened when they go into a into a into a Chick Fil A, surrounded by all those Jesus types. Welcome to the San Antonio International Airport. Please enjoy the black queer lens. <laughs> Please enjoy Chick Fil A through a black queer lens. Whew, I mean, these are serious people. How do how do serious people come up with this crap? You know what I mean? A black queer lens. <laughs> When, when I was like 14, that would have been insulting. You know what I mean? That would have been, you would never would have said that. You know what I mean? Could you imagine Don Morgan being like our, our generation, even, you know, James, you know, and like going home to our parents and saying, Mom, I just saw stuff through a black queer lip. You can't say queer. Don't say queer or black. You get in trouble, man. Now it's, now it's a bunch of, bunch of, British, you know, scholars, how do we apply a black queer lens to this? For the people of color. For the people of color. But don't call them colored people back in the 80s. No, you no, didn't. No. But now you can. No, now. You'd never say queer back in the 80s. <laughs> Imagine well, going up to, you know, we were just talking about him. <laughs> George Michael and say, hey, man, you want to see things through a black queer lens? You know, even George Michael would have decked you. <laughs> What, what did you say? A black one. I guess I better take a break. Here's uh, Sean. We're going to do the rest of this show while looking through a black queer lens, okay? I'm, I'm, re- I'm reconstructing this entire show so that every day we're, look, we're listening through a black queer lens, okay? San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. No, dude. Give me one reason to stay here. 
Tracy Chapman. Very black. She a lesbian? Pretty sure. So, in a sense, we're now playing bumper music through a black queer lens on this show. We're catching up to speed. <laughs> we were behind the times. We were so behind the times. Because there's nothing more. Nothing, nothing says black queer lens, right? Like Tracy Chapman and that song. I think we nailed it. Great tune, but one of the most depressing songs ever written. <laughs> I remember when that song, Don, you remember that song? When that song first came out, we had to play the crap out of it. And now here's Tracy Chapman. Give me one reason. You know, and it's the most depressing. Oh, man, I got you beat. Go ahead. The other song she had, black, uh, Fast, Fast Car. Car. That yeah, was oh really depressing. It was a great song, but Dad's had to work and drunk. Yeah. And now it's Fast Car. By Tracy Chapman. Then we've got half-off tickets for Hooters tonight. You want to attend the Hooters deck party? It's great, but first, Tracy Chapman. Fast car. That's the, that's the sound of my early career. <laughs> <laughs> Glad it ended. Thank you. Me too, man. Right. And now, Tracy Chapman rocking the house. Crank it up and rip the knob off. <laughs> Here's Joshua. Joshua, how are you? Oh, uh, could be, be could be doing better. Uh, I feel like a lot of the things that's been going on is we need to get rid of we need to reduce our federal government and go back to the states. And I'm talking disband the FBI, disband the CIA, disband the Department of Education. Let it all go back to the state level. Right. Because it, I that's agree. how we got all this corruption. There's too much bureaucracy when you bring it all into the single power like that. It needs to go back into the states, let the states decide their education, let let them decide all of it, and get and bring that federal that's, government back down to what it's supposed to be. That's what it was intended to be. It was not intended to be this massive bureaucracy that it's become. People were never intended. To, politics was never intended to be a lifelong ambition in this country. Uh, yes, and I, I agree with you totally, man. I I don't know if it's going to happen, but I wish it would. Thank you for the call. Because I'm a, I'm a big old states' rights guy. We're getting down to it. I, I totally missed this story until Trey brought it up on Warren Rima. Because uh, I, I don't watch the news a lot on the weekends. I, I try to take a, a break and clear out, scoop out my noggin a bit. But on Friday... Joe Biden was talking about how he awarded his uncle Frank. He, he, had, he had won a Purple Heart in World War II, but no one ever gave him one. He never got his Purple Heart. So Biden was talking smack on Friday about how he, he pinned the Purple Heart on his uncle Frank's chest. He was at a town hall event at a veteran's place on Friday for the veterans. There's only one problem because he said he did this when he was when he was vice president in 2008, but his uncle Frank died in 1999. <laughs> dude, can't somebody do a Google search for this guy? But they must not know when it's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Like I wonder if you know they're like when, when he starts riffing on Uncle Frank, the, the, his handlers are off to the side going, "Oh no, Jesus, oh, Uncle Frank! No, he was dead. He was dead." I said, "Frank, you got this coming, pal." He didn't say much because <laughs> he was dead. Yeah, Biden's got a real problem thinking living people are dead and dead people are living. He's he this he, he, he seems to screw this up a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, the poor Congress lady. Yeah, who died in a car accident. Remember, he was calling for her to stand up. Now he's he's putting phantom purple hearts on dead uncles. <laughs> Somebody. Well, again, again, they must not. These types of things must happen, and no one sees it coming. Because you know that if he said to anybody... Uh, hey, look, champ, I got a bunch of vets I'm going to be talking to. I guess I'll tell them the Uncle Frank story. No, no, Joe, that's okay. No, not the Uncle Frank story. You know what I mean? If, if there's, In other words, there's no intervention. So he, he, he just starts riffing. 
And when Joe starts riffing, you know his staff starts clenching. And I, I think you know what I mean by that. By clenching, seriously clenching. Uncle Frank! Uncle Frank's dead! <laughs> but, you know, at least he's seeing America. He's the first president ever to see America through a black queer lens. And, and that's what the sporter think he's all about. And Champ. Okay. I just, that's, the fact is, and I'm I'm even looking at the Forbes story here, is that he goes off at length and he knows he's full of crap. My dad, when I got elected vice president, he said, Joey, Uncle Frank fought in the Battle of the Bulge and he won the Purple Heart. Joey, do something about it. (laughs) It's like, he's dead, dude. No. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, uh, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. See life through the black queer lens of your heart. And we'll see you tomorrow on News Talk 550 KTSA. Bye.